you know, I do have, I, I try to schedule time for myself, you know, and, and like try to get you, you, and it's important, like, you know, and I kind of take this as like a CEO kind of like look to it because people are like, you know, Oh, like the big CEO is always like scheduled. They're like stuff at like four 30 in the morning. And then they, 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 they go out their day and they have their schedule perfectly planned in a sense, you know, but like, I've always tried to like, um, to like make sure that I always have time for myself somewhere in the day no matter what it is even if it's like 30 seconds or like or sorry if it's, even if it's like 30 minutes or like you know an hour just like just like that time alone just to like get my thoughts together and just to really just um come to one you know and just understand what i'm gonna do next you know i always want that kind of time alone in a sense that's so important i mean it's important yeah. to take the time i'm going to say to recharge mm-hmm. yourself in essence and you, you know there's that whole idea you can't fill another's cup if your own is empty and <laughs> So in that sense that while you're taking that time for yourself, yeah. it's so that you can give to others. So it's not selfish or anything. It's just yeah. part of the process. Yeah, exactly. You need that, you need that time alone. You need that time to regenerate, you know, yeah. re- revive, revive yourself. Hello, my name is Matthew Glamazina and you have tuned into the Inbetweeners Checkup. Uh, we are now at episode 19, and today I am joined by Zach Feldman, who is all the way over in New York. Uh, I think it's Thursday evening over there, um, so great time to be yeah, sort of you're, sitting. you're a time traveler. I'm a time traveler, <laughs> yes. I have been back in time. I've actually been over in New York, but it, it was some years ago. Um, but um, yeah, I, I like to think I'm, I'm, I'm a step ahead, but I'm... Um, at the same time, I'm often late, so who knows? <laughs> in any case, so listen, um, I've got Zach uh, Feldman on the show today, and I just want to thank you first and foremost for, for taking the time to not only have a chat with myself, um, but share your story with those others out there that are listening. Um, kind of having yeah, a bit of a look into you. a bit of a look into your background and sort of seeing what you've chosen to do in your life and what you've chosen i think to continue doing despite everything else that uh life throws at you um is really important and thank you for those people who perhaps have thoughts around what they would like to do but are struggling with the action or the discipline or just uh maintaining the course um i feel like this can offer some insight uh, to them. Yeah, so I'm going to hand it over to you, Zach, and you, you can tell us a bit more about yourself. Yeah, sure. So I'm Zach Feldman. Um, I've been in uh, film, radio, and television for over, you know, ever since I was in middle school, really. Um, it all started kind of just, you know, playing with a camera and kind of messing around with my friends. And then, uh, sure enough, it grew into just, you know, maybe I can actually do some fun stuff with this. Maybe I can be a little more creative. Um, you know, I was never the book kind of guy in school. Like, I never actually was great at grades and um, you know, I was never good at math or science or anything like that, but I was always creative and I was always trying to envision what I could do bigger than and better, you know, um, and I found film and I found radio as a good kind of means of just being able to express myself. And I, and I found that I was really good at it. And I don't know how, but I was really good at it in some way. Um, I was all self-taught, uh, you know, just trial and error, um, going back and forth on different things. And I uh, you know, I, I had, a, I had an inspiration, inspirational teacher, Audrey Miller uh, from Oceanside High School, who helped me out to help create my dream in a sense to be a better filmmaker um, and just be a better presenter in general. Um, she, was like, she was like a mentor to me. And, uh, and from there, it's just been, you know, creating content that I, that I love and I, 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 I um, 
that I, tr I try my best to pursue in and to, you know, always try to invoke emotion out of, you know, and, uh, and it's just been a, a fun journey ever since. I really don't ever see myself ever going to work. I kind of like see myself as just enjoying life in a sense, you know, it's, it's been such a fun ride and uh, it, there's still so, more to, so much more to come. That's, that's awesome, Jack. And listen, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like in, in some respects you, you've given me the highlight reel um, and, the, and there's probably <laughs> been a, a few bumps along the road, um, which we can, yeah. we can go into. I guess you, you talked about finding this, uh, I'm going to call it activity or, or space that, that you enjoyed, that you were good at, um, and, and there were areas that perhaps you weren't um, as strong at school. I guess what made you decide to not just have it as a hobby but decide to really put your time and energy and i'm going to say build something more out of it and what obstacles did you face uh at that point so i always knew that i wanted to pursue it ever since i started you know just messing around with the camera um you know back in middle school high school uh I I found the inspiration to do it really just because, in all honesty, like the start of everything was just really just the idea of, oh, uh, YouTube was starting to be a, become a huge popular thing. And like, I'm, I'm thinking to myself like, oh, how do I become famous? Because, you know, the kid at like middle school always just wants to become famous, you know, and he wants to be this, you know, the center of attention in a sense. And um, I, I started to do this podcast. Well, it wasn't really a podcast at the time. It was more of like a, a, li a live stream. Uh, there was a thing called Stick Him. Uh, and I would do this thing called Z Radio. Um, and it was, it was then when I was just kind of like playing around with like with music and trying to become this like fake on air jock kind of guy. Um, and from there, it just kind of sparked into just continuing to, to grow and make it, make it better and, and try to work on it and, and see what was wrong with it and like buy more equipment to, to fund into it. You know, like I would get side jobs just to fund my own passion. Um, like I worked at like, uh, I worked at like a red mango for like a hot minute just to like, just to get the cash to buy myself like a, a an awesome camera or to buy myself like a mixing board or like, uh, you know, and then from there, then I would build up to then go DJ somewhere, uh, you know, like some kid's birthday party or whatever. Um, and then just keep building and building and building until I was satisfied with where I was with, you know, the equipment with all the, um, all the resources and stuff like that. Um, so it just really just kept on building up. And then, uh, also, big thing too, connections. That was a huge thing too, getting all my connections through, you know, just networking and being out there in the world and doing, and doing things just to, just to do them because they were fun. You know, like I would literally say, oh, hey, you're having an event coming up. Like, let me just film it. I don't care. Like, why not? I'll do it. And this is when I, you know, I just, I wanted to get more experience, you know? And it just, and that, that's really what, um, what strove me to become you know, more passionate and more engaging into, into, the, uh, into the field of film, radio, TV. All right. That's great. And I, I think were there, um, I mean, you, you talked about sort of the, those side jobs to basically fund your passion in essence. And I, I think there's always, you know, that balance between doing what we want to do and, and being able to pay the bills at the end of the day and, and trying to get that balance right is often a difficult one. 
perhaps you're fortunate in some respects starting that journey quite early in life and not necessarily having some of the financial commitments that we do have yeah. later on. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Like I, I hated the side gigs. I was obviously anybody would hate the side gigs they're doing, but like, I really hated it to the point where like, um, I worked at a movie theater once just for like a week and then I quit like and I told them I was like oh I have an internship coming up and they're like oh really I'm like yeah I had no internship I was just like no <laughs> forget you like get away <laughs> like I was over it and it was just because I, I I knew exactly what I wanted to do I wanted to be on the radio and I wanted to also edit and film for a living you know and um and being and being so motivated by by that really helped me to strive to be on the radio and be on you know, be in television and, and be in where I am today, in a sense, you know, um, the, you know, the connections helped, of course, but uh, the passion is really where it's strived from. Um, and that's something that if you don't have the passion for the media industry, and I always tell this to anybody who ever wants to get into it, like, if you don't have the passion to be in the media industry, then it's, um, then honestly, it's, it's going to be a very rough time for you. Um, can I ask uh, what, what your parents thought of this early on in the piece they were always supportive um my dad he was he was even more supportive than anything in the world he would he actually me and him we we were downstairs in the basement once and we built a, an entire studio set up um for me to like kind of work on uh doing stuff he was he's an electrician so he would um he actually built up walls uh in our already made basement uh just so i could have like this kind of soundproof room um and this is before uh, Hurricane Sandy. Hurricane Sandy kind of wiped it away. But um, for that moment of time when that happened, uh, it was it's like it was just a, an experimental room, really, just where I was able to help produce, create new content, and kind of see where I wanted to go go like later on in life. And uh, and I'm always I'm always grateful for him and my mom and uh, and my whole family, really, just for uh, always supporting me in a sense. Like my mom, she would put up like. She would, she actually like helped me buy my first camera. Um, when I, when I had, I was like so close to the amount of money that I had, <laughs> like I was so close and she just was like, all right, don't worry about it. I got you. And it was like, at the time it was, it was I think it was like 200 bucks more I needed. Um, but you know, at, but when you're like 14 and trying to buy that camera, you think it's like, oh, it's a million dollars she's giving you, you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm always so grateful for them. They really are the most supportive parents that you can have. That's awesome. And, and look, I, th I think it, it is really important. Uh, I mean, you, you mentioned you had a mentor there as well and your parents to have, well, and, and you talked about the beauty of networking. I mean, having some kind of, I'm going to say support crew that are there yeah. helping you, uh, picking you up or giving you that little bit of encouragement or, or that, that extra few dollars when you need it. Um, because you know you, you can't you can't do it alone. It's well you perhaps you could, but you certainly would take a damn sight longer to get there. Um, now you, you yeah. mentioned, I guess, mm -hmm. uh, natural disasters, which look is is just something that seems to happen in the world more so now yeah. than ever. But what what other obstacles did you kind of face um, in your journey to be, get where you yeah, are? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, just you know, I mean, I. I myself have ADHD in general uh, as a, you know, just, and if you don't know what ADHD is, uh, attention deficit hyperactive disorder. Um, and most people I've, I've found out in this kind of creative field kind of have that same, same disorder. It's, um, it basically just, it drives you, it just drives you to always like kind of move and always, um, and always be active. 
in a sense. Uh, but it's not great in the uh, the testing or the um, or the uh, school kind of atmosphere. It's not really a great thing to have there. But uh, that's always been my it's always been my thing to kind of say like, oh, you know, that's on the side of me. You know, that doesn't really define who I am. Um, that's something that I can over overcome and overachieve uh, from, you know, and, and that's just, that's just one part of me that it's just like, oh yeah, it's there, but like, I'm not gonna let that define me in a sense, you know? And, uh, and over the years I've been able to cope with it more. Um, but, you know, it's, it's always just, it's always nice to, to think about it and be like, oh yeah, I've been, I'm already at my point in my life where like, I'm working for like a major company. I'm, uh, I'm producing, you know, said film, said project, and I'm doing all this other stuff. But yet I'm living with something that people were just like, yeah, this kid's never going to be normal in a sense, you know? And it's like, oh yeah, this is, um, this is something that, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, this is something that, you know, you just got to get through. And, uh, you know, and I guess I realized later on in life, it's like, you know, um, you know, those little things don't really um, shape you. They just, they're just there as like a roadblock in a sense, you know, they're just there because, you know, that's, that's how life is, you know, that's just how, um, you know, you're born with the body you're built, you know, so it's like, once you know how to overcome that or work with it, then you can succeed and people will see you in the right light that you want them to see you. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's, yeah. that's really true. And listen, that they kind of, I mean, look, I, I don't have ADHD as such, but I appreciate mm -hmm. what you're talking about there. I mean, I, I've spoken yeah. to a number of people with all sorts of conditions. Um, and one thing that kind of comes out that I, I sort of want to share, um, and it was actually from my last podcast is um, a guy, uh, Jeff Markinett Jr., who said, mm -hmm. you know, um, it's not a disability, it's a different ability. Yeah. You know, and, I agree. And, and, and it's, it's understanding how to work with it and not against it. Because yeah. it's, I mean, when you work against it, you're in essence, working against yourself and the, and it is part of you and and once you can accept that and embrace it and and use it as an ability like any other ability you mm -hmm. can um create real value in the world and that and that's exactly what you're doing now you know you you had this environment which was very structured and it mm -hmm. didn't allow you to be you and you suffered under that yeah and you you've gone into an environment which allows that to flourish and you're doing really well. So thank you. <laughs> that means a lot. Thank you. Well done yeah, to I you. Mean, I agree. I agree. I agree completely on that statement. Like, you know, it's like, you know, um, I was able to, and I, I think anybody who ever suffers with ADHD or with um, any type of, you know, any type of attention disorder, um, you know, to really just try to focus in on it and see, you know, what can I do to, you know, what, 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 what will benefit me to, you know, um, to get past it or just to, you know, or to cope with it in a sense, you know, um, for me, actually, it's funny enough. I, I, I consider myself now the fastest editor in the world because I'm just so quick with my hands and able to, you know, move around and stuff like that. Um, 
but you know, other people, you know, who suffer from it, you know, just like in, in general, it's, you know, maybe staying, standing still, maybe just, you know, not being able to pay attention uh, uh, all the time to certain sentences, you know, um, these are all things that I deal with too. Like on a, on a regular basis, like remembering names is just like the worst thing for me in the entire world. Um, but it, you know, you, you learn how to, you learn how to cope with it and you learn how to get, get past it to be a better, um, to be a better you in a sense. And, and to, and to not only not let, and again, I like that quote, not to let it define you, but to, you know, but to, uh, go against, go against the grain in a sense. Yeah. So, so if I can ask what sort of, exercises or, or tools perhaps have you incorporated into your own life to help mm -hmm. uh with managing or uh channeling that energy yeah um honestly you know doing things that i love is what really helped me challenge like help me get past the challenges and the uh and coping with it um you know, like, again, doing film work, doing uh, radio work, editing something, uh, producing something, making something creative, uh, writing a story, you know, stuff like that. Anything that has to do with this, with this crazy field of film and radio and television production, it's just that's, that's what really gets my brain going and keeps me motivated and focused into the mind and, and focused into the, um, the creative side of everything. You know, um, it's really, it's really, um, that's really been like my, my go-to, I guess, superpower in a sense, this, this kind of go, go past it. Yeah. But, um, you know, other people have other, other different texts, uh, ticks, you know, and different types of, uh, ways to cope with it. Um, you know, it, either, you know, just standing there rubbing something in your hand or like playing with something in your hand, just kind of like trying to, um, get rid of the, get rid of that kind of urge to move around or urge to do something else in a sense you know sometimes i'll like i'll grab like a like a like a, um, a stress toy in a sense and i'll just kind of use that and play with my hands just to just to hold myself back a little bit but you know there's there's stuff like that there's other there's like different types of little methods you can do you know um to cope with yeah. and it all just comes to if you for somebody who just is is dealing with it they'll they'll figure it out on their own yeah yeah because i mean you, you talk about the i guess the creativity aspect that yeah. what you're doing allows for but i also think mm -hmm. that there's a, a lot of structure that you have to work with in terms of um within the editing and and, and there's repetition and perhaps a not quite so much variety there but because of this overarching passion you have for the space that you're allowed uh you're i guess able to channel into those aspects despite them potentially not necessarily being a perfect match um with with your situation if that makes sense uh, sort of. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, I mean, look, I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't even, I never thought I'd be on the radio ever, uh, in New York. I was on 106.1 BLI as an on-air jock when I was right. And I was right a freshman in high in uh, college. Um, literally I, I jumped up on it at the opportunity by going to like a, what was an internship fair, um, going to a booth and be like, listen, you know, where I was going at, at school was just way too expensive. Um, I need to figure out where I can, where I can get some extra cash from. And I was like, you know what? I love radio. Let's try to get on the radio. And um, I went up to every single booth. I was like, listen, I'm not here for an internship. I'm here for a job. And um, that was the super ballsiest thing I can ever say <laughs> to somebody who's just looking for interns. Yeah. But um, what one station, uh, 106.1 BLI, uh, went for the interview. They just, they, had, they hired me on the spot as a part-time job there uh, on the air. 
And uh, that was like my, that was kind of like my like breakthrough to get into just creating content and being, you know, and, and getting into that more um, professional space in a sense. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, there's so many different places I've worked too. Like I worked at 106.1 BLI, I worked at, uh, you know, uh, 102.3 WBAB. Um, 95.5 PLJ was a huge station here in New York that just recently closed um, and was sold. Uh, but they were like the number one, they were part of the number one market here in New York City. Uh, we were part of that station. Um, and then in, in, the, and then in, the, in the media space, working in news, working at uh, New, York, New York One and working at News 12, Long Island, and now WB, it's just been, you know, I never thought a kid with ADHD could ever work at WWE, but <laughs> I guess he can, you know? And I guess he can, uh, he can strive to be where he wants to be in life at the age of 25, which is just working for a company that he's loved ever since, you know, having that big passion and drive for wrestling in general. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, I, and it's amazing because, you know, it's like I always thought, you know, this would hold me back, but it never did. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've got, got, I'm going to ask, so how many stations did you pitch your idea of working for before one said yes? So I, I went to Fox News. There was a bunch of them there. It was like Fox. It was like, uh, oh, there was some little ones. I, mean, I can't even remember them. It was such a long time ago. But um, I just remember Fox was there. And there was this woman who was from the Fox business uh, section. And uh, when I went to go shake her hand, she had like the weirdest, it was like super velvety, like she like lotions like every single freaking day, like that kind of hand. And it was just disgusting. I was like, I was so grossed out by it. I was like, what is, what are you, what are you handing me? Like a, like, it felt like a piece of meat. Like I wasn't sure what I was holding, <laughs> but it was her hand. As like, I was shaking her hand, like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Like introducing in a sense. Yeah. Um, that was like the greatest, that was like the creepiest memory I have from that. But uh, yeah, it was really just going up there and being like, you know, like just going, giving my business card um, and trying to make that connection in a sense, getting their business card, once meeting with them, sending them a follow-up email, you know, there's all different things you need to do when you want to try to establish a relationship. Mm. Um, and that, that comes with business strategy too, yeah. you know, and just learning, learning the whole business and learning how to become the business, you know, the business side of yourself. Yeah. 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 So, so, I mean, for people at this time who are perhaps struggling with, with the current dynamic that exists in the world and, I would argue that connection with others is more important than ever. Yeah. How would you suggest people go about that? See, it's hard because you can't have that face-to-face -face connection anymore, except for if you go on Zoom or if you go on, uh, you know, any other type of virtual cam campsite in a sense where you're looking at, looking face-to-face -face with somebody. Um, I would say, honestly, the best way to, um, to, to go about that is really just, you know, send someone, send someone an email, send someone a text, send someone, you know, uh, some type of form of, you know, communication, calling them is always the best thing to do too. Uh, if you want to try to strive to make more connections out there, try to like, you know, set up like a, a meeting with somebody, you know, virtually, um, try to talk to them face to face. Uh, even if it is through zoom, you know, try to talk to them just, get their insight on things, get, you know, get their uh, opinion and pursue whatever you want to do with them, you know, in, in, a, in a sense that that's, that's really the best way you can go about it. It's, it's kind of hard because, um, you know, we are living in this, you know, pandemic world right now where uh, connection and con connecting with somebody who's not physically with you is just kind of obsolete at the moment, you know? So um, 
it's kind of hard to to try to pinpoint where the direction of making connections is going. But uh, I, I actually I will say I did see online that there was some um, that there were some like you know meetups in a sense where it'd be like a Zoom meeting, but like with all people who want to connect with each other uh, in the media industry or just like in any type of industry. And that was kind of like it was kind of like a social hour they usually do, but it was on a Zoom. So okay. I mean, there's stuff like that out there too. Yeah. Um, but it's all just, you got to really look out there and see what's going on and, uh, in, in the space of where you're working. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, like, I think you've, you've touched on something really important there and, and it's irrespective of whether there's physical contact or not relationships start with conversations. Yeah. Um, and, and they build from there. So whether it's a conversation in person, which is obviously the ideal or over zoom or via some other, uh, networking platform, I think we, we need to be having those conversations and, Sometimes it can be a challenge to initiate that conversation. Um, and uh, there's so much, I'm trying to think of the word. Um, there's just so much like, uh, like, mo like there's so, just so much like that's missing from like the human contact, right? Yeah. Like just yeah, the yeah. fact that having like it being, being person to person, it really just, there's so much there that like, um, that's missing in yes. a sense. And, and I feel that every single day I'm working with my coworkers um, at WWE and I'm working on different video projects with them, but we're doing it all virtually. Mm. And, uh, and it, it sucks because you miss that, you know, hanging out in that friendship vibe that we always, that you get with your, your coworkers. And, um, and it takes toll on you really with like, with trying to, um, with trying to make that connection special, you know, mm. and trying to, and trying to instill a friendship um, with people, you know, who are just coworkers, but, you know, you want them to be more, you want them to be, you know, close colleagues or, you know, best friends in the end, you know, in a sense. And it, it's hard to make that connection still happen when you're just talking over text. But, yeah. you know, I mean, it's still, you're still connecting with them. There's still a human on the other side of that computer, yep. you know, and there's still that kind of, you still have that window towards to them. It's just now it's in front of a computer with a webcam, you know, 300 miles away somewhere, you know, but hey, at least, at least you're not, at least we're not living in like 1800s where you weren't able to do that, you know? Yeah, that's very true. That's yeah. very true. That, I, I feel like people sort of uh, <laughs> criticize uh, technology in some respects because of the fact that it, it makes things impersonal, but in a dynamic like this, it is the perfect tool. Yeah for communicate well it, to be honest it's really the only tool we have available for communication hey yeah. so i'm i'm keen to i guess you, you had this vision you had this dream um and it sounds like you're in a really good space at this time Thank you. um have you got any thoughts around where the future might take you or where you would like yeah. to take the future i guess given your, your focus and your dedication to the course yeah i mean so like i mean my intro to the show, I really didn't really explain what I what else I had, um, but I have this radio station called Z Radio Live. Um, it's at zradiolive.com. Um, I have my production company, which is ZLF Productions. You can check that out at zlfproductions.com. Um, and then I'm, I'm working on the side. I'm working. I'm working full time at, at World Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, you know, there's just so many different aspects of where I'm where I'm going in this field, and I always saw myself as just being a film, radio, TV guy which just means I'll be in radio, I'll be in television, and I'll be in film, just doing something. The one thing I'm missing right now is that film aspect. And I really want to be, I really, really, really want to start creating, uh, hopefully a full-length movie, maybe just a short film, 
something that kind of gets my my uh my own film reel in a sense out there because mm. i've created a lot of television um and i and i love television i love creating content for digital um and i love creating content uh audio form too it's just i need to i feel like i need to expand myself more in that um that filmmaking aspect and i hopefully one day i'll i'll sit down and have some time and actually this is the perfect time to do it write down a script and write down an idea and uh get it made somehow or somewhere yeah well listen i mean the way you've made things happen in your life so far i have no question that you will be able to achieve that um what i do wonder is whether you're going to have the time but like you say now's now's as good a time as any i've got to ask what do you do in your downtime if you if you do actually have any (laughs) yeah i mean i barely have any downtime but like you know, when I'm on my downtime hanging out with friends, um, you know, I'm, I'm uh, playing video games. You know, I uh, honestly, it's funny. Even on my downtime, I'm still creating content. Like, I'm still just kind of like, I'm still just kind of like sitting here. At, because where, I, where you are, where I am right now, actually, this is my house, um, you know, because, you know, lockdown, we're stuck here. But um, I'm literally just on my computer, just making sure the radio station's up, um, you know, seeing different music music songs playing like you know check out the different music happening right there see what i can add to the station um you know but just trying to hang out with friends and uh spend some quality time with uh with my girlfriend and uh you know just just kind of hanging out (laughs) but um yeah i mean this this quarantine really has uh has changed things in a sense for the better but also for the worse for me you know i i'm working from home now um but i have more time to do other things as well and uh Actually, I've been I've been working on um, learning how to cook more, which is awesome. Okay. So yeah, it's been pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. What, <laughs> what's your cast, signature dish? Oh, I got a cast iron now. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, you you don't make anything in the cast iron except for steak or like you know or chicken, whatever. No. Um, so I've been working on perfecting steak, flaming young. Um, I think I've got it down pretty good. I have like a natural talent. I'm starting to feel like, which is pretty yeah. cool. Awesome. And, and look, I, I mean, I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I wouldn't say I was a chef, but I, I do enjoy my cooking. And I see that yeah. as a form of uh, creativity in a lot of ways. And, 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 a, and it's an art form just with a different medium. And, and to be fair, it's only yeah. temporarily, but you can indulge in the senses, not only the visual, but you've also got the, the taste and the, and the smell as such. So it, and I, I guess if you're using a um, cast iron, potentially sound as well. But yeah. um, yeah. It's, Are it's, you so in New Zealand? Is there is there a, a specific dish that I need to indulge in that we don't maybe have in the United States? Um, I'm trying to think because I have actually spent some time in the states. Um, <laughs> oh. I mean, we have burgers, we have yeah. hot dogs. Yeah. We have. So I, I don't know <laughs> if if the states really gives value to the meat pie. To the meat pie. Yeah. Is it like shepherd's pie? No, well, you can get shepherd's pie, but it's sort of burger-sized pies. So not a not a large pie, like burger-sized meat meat pies, and and you okay. can have all sorts of varieties. So I mean, you've obviously got your well, your, so it's kind of like um, oh, what is it? What is it called? Uh, it's kind of like um, oh, I can't think of the name of it, but um, like chopped meat in a sense. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Um, and and so you, I mean, but we have we have all sorts of pies, so you can have like a. For example, you can have like a steak and cheese pie, um, or you can have a a mince pie, and that's I guess like um, 
mince meat, uh, but then you can have like a butter chicken pie, or you can have a bacon and egg pie. So you can you can pretty much have any meal oh you God. want, but it's covered in pastry. So I, I just I literally just looked it up right now and I see it. So it literally is a pie. Like yeah. it's not, I'm not thinking like, this is not what I was thinking. I was thinking it was like it was like you're calling it a pie, but like it's actually just chopped meat like on a plate. But like no, this is like actually with the with the pie crust and everything. Yeah, like, this is a straight pie, but like you put beef and cheddar in it. Yeah. Yeah. Now that that is now that's gonna happen. I'm gonna try that. 100%. Awesome. And and, and to be, yeah, and, and potato top <laughs> as well. So when you say shepherd's pie, I think like potato top. Pie. Yeah. Um, oh nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's I'm definitely trying this. 100. percent This looks delicious. Yeah. Definitely gonna get gonna definitely gonna get on that. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And 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 we actually hit well some there's actually like mini gourmet pies which are like mm -hmm. they might have like I don't know like salmon or um, venison or some kind of and and they're they're smaller portions obviously because you, you don't want to eat too much of those rich foods but yeah they're they're amazing yeah yeah um, I had um I had so it was weird we um, there's a vegan place by me I just, and um I had for the first time a vegan fish and chips I didn't even okay. know that existed but it was so good it literally tasted like like fish like it tasted straight like it it was not it, it was not fish yeah. it was like uh it was a substitute to fish but like mm. it you couldn't even tell yeah it was so good so yeah highly recommend it if you want to eat healthy too i love it i love a good salmon any day i yeah. love um i love sushi i'm a big sushi guy too yes yes yeah mm -hmm. oh very good now <laughs> now geez i've already had breakfast but now you're making me hungry <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah, hey listen yeah, yeah, yeah um so listen i want to um i guess firstly thank you all again um for, for coming yeah. on the show and and sharing your message and i guess what you've uh what you've been given in life but how you've made that work for you and i think that's really important because you know we've all got situations or circumstances which we see as challenges in our own life um, but if we can accept those challenges if we can embrace them uh, they can actually help us and guide us towards our dream and allow us to really be ourselves which is so important yeah for everyone you know it's a hundred percent it really is it's um mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's a journey and it really, and you know, it's things that uh, change you may be different, but they're just, you know, they're just different. They're just different quirks about you. You know, they're just little different. Um, they're different things that make you unique, yes, you know? Yes. And when you figure out how to cope and, um, and work with those unique uniquenesses and make them work for you in, 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 a, in a positive way, then all the best to you and all the and all the best to just being uh the best success you can be you know and i've learned that um way early in my career and um that was the best advice that i can ever get you know give in general it's like you know work with what you have and try to make the best of it and and show everybody you know how powerful you can be uh in creating being creative and being you know uh, smart and being, you know, being funny, bright, being like this. And then, you know, in general, for me, I've always wanted to be the center of attention, you know? So it's like, it's like really just trying to be, you know, that positive light in a, uh, in a business or just in a, in a, in a group setting in a sense. 
and in essence, it's, yeah. it's just you being you. Exactly. It is. It's you being you. It's you being yourself and uh, expressing yourself in a way that only you can be. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, and people will see you in the perfect light. Yeah. Thank you again, Zach. Yeah, yes. thank you so much.